Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. So today we're going to talk about purpose. We're going to talk about purpose in business because your purpose is the soul of the business. And I'm going to share with you two approaches, two, well, methods to retain top talent. If losing top talent is an issue for your organization, you are going to get significant value from this episode. Now, if you've not already done so, subscribe to this podcast so that you get notified every single time I drop a new episode. So back to our topic, purpose. Does your business have a purpose? And if you think about this, there are many businesses that operate simply out of a transaction between the employee and the employer or the employer and the customer. There's no purpose for many businesses. There are so many businesses that have no soul. And listen to this quote from an unnamed CEO. This is a quote that I heard with my own two ears. I will not pay for employees to train while I am paying them to work. Can you believe that? You know, it reminds me of the CFO that told the CEO, if we train our people, they will leave for a better job. The CEO replied, what if we don't train them and they stay? This is the dumbing down that's going on in some organizations. This is the literal ignorance that is leading, well, let me say managing some of the top companies out there. And this polarized thinking forms the foundation for resignations who are suffering during this great resignation. I mean, think about the idea that a job with a paycheck alone will retain employees. Well, it's in, it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate reality that some people believe that the job alone or the paycheck alone is enough to keep people long-term. And the concept of work is evolving as the generations change. Think about this. Companies now must keep compete with the gig economy. I saw something earlier today that kind of put this in perspective. You've got people out there working for $50,000 a year. And you've got young people making $50,000 selling a non-fungible token in a matter of days. Maybe multiple times. Fifty grand. This idea of value for work has become so skewed. So skewed. People can make money all sorts of ways. And work is becoming the tired old dinosaur in the, well, in the minds of some of the young people out there. Why do I need to go to a job? I can make money on my computer sitting here at home. We have seen nothing, nothing like this in the history of the modern workplace. And folks, it's accelerating. The, the pandemic and the consequences of work from home have just, well, it's shaken the snow globe like never before at work. And, 
you know, people say, how do you keep people, John? How do we keep people in this crazy new world that we live in? Well, I created and utilize a talent retention quadrant. I call it a sticky quadrant to assess employee engagement in organizations. And the level of appreciation and importance one feels and how challenged an employee is reflects the predictability of keeping people with your organization. In other words, they have to be both appreciated and important as well as, well, remaining challenged on the job. And employees that are not engaged at work will not last very long. Employees who do not feel challenged Well, they become bored and look for other ways to earn a living. The idea is that transactional management, pay for work alone is just not enough to retain workers today. Not not the good ones, not the ones that you want. They have a transferability of skills that can be used for many organizations other than your own. And, And gig workers love the idea that they can work a flexible schedule without the threat of the same horrible boss in a traditional work setting. Listen to this other interesting fact. Internet influencers. You know who the influencers are. They're on tech places like TikTok and Instagram. Internet influencers made more money than CEOs in 2021. That's right. You can make more money as an influencer than you can as a CEO. And this reality portends a far more significant challenge for organizations moving forward. And sadly, sadly, many CEOs are ignorant, meaning they don't know any better, or intentionally avoiding changes in the workplace. My question is why? Why? Is it traditional inertia or status quo bias? Do they think that the way they're doing it is optimal? Or are they afraid to change? I mean, how can such intelligent and successful people be so disconnected from reality? You know, it's time to accept that organizations must make a full-time job attractive to individuals who have left for the freedom of the gig economy and other opportunities. It's time to make a change in how we think about attracting talent. And like the prodigal son, we must be willing to welcome them back without judgment. If they're good employees, we should celebrate their return. And two factors, two factors are potent attractants for the modern workplace. First, good supervision that teaches and challenges employees is critical. You've got to have good supervisors, folks. No shortcut to this. They are the face that those people see every day, not yours. And second, a purpose beyond work engages employees to look beyond what might be considered just a job. You've got to have a purpose. So let's examine these two keys for winning talent in isolation. So first, we're going to talk about the supervisors. As I said earlier, supervisors are the face of management for employees. And myopic CEOs, nearsighted CEOs, 
fail to understand their lack of importance in the employee's eyes. Servant CEOs know. They know that the frontline supervisor is critical for retaining talent. And we cannot overstate the bond between a good employee and her boss. Listen to this quote that came from one of my supervisor training sessions. We will walk through fire for a good boss. Can you believe that? Now, I know it wasn't meant literally, but this was said, we will walk through fire for a good boss. People want a good boss. But here's the sad fact. Most companies do not provide the proper skills to lead a multi-generational workforce. These skills are essential to keeping top talent. Here's why. Great supervisors, the top supervisors, see themselves as mentors and coaches who form real bonds with employees. And today's entry-level workers may not have had a robust role model in their lives. And teaching supervisors to fill this role is essential. Let me say that again. Many of the young workers that come into the workplace may have not had a strong role model in their lives. And if the supervisor doesn't fill that void, fill that space, then there's nothing there to hold them to the job other than a paycheck. And just as successful coaches in youth sports, employees desire an excellent boss to challenge and hold them accountable. Accountability without blame is a rare commodity in the workplace. And I teach leaders that trust is like a fragile egg. Once you break your employee's faith, well, you may never get it back. And sadly, sadly, many leaders, including CEOs, do not effectively plan or deliver feedback. People have no clue how they're doing. And when they do get feedback, it's usually negative. I shared a statistic a while back that supervisors, 8,000 supervisors were interviewed. 8,000. And at a two-to-one rate, they preferred giving negative feedback to positive feedback. Can you believe that? No wonder people aren't sticking around. All they hear is the negativity in their work. Now, supervisors are number one. They must be trained, and there is a process that they can learn to be amazing supervisors, amazing role models, amazing mentors, amazing coaches for people to keep top talent. Now, the second one, I promised you two. Organizations must have a purpose other than work. Your purpose is the soul of the business. We need a sense of belonging to something that makes us better as humans. Remember Herman Maslow's famous hierarchy of needs? He calls this self-actualization. We get something valuable from being on the team. We need fulfillment at work. And let's face it. Placing frozen chicken tenders in a cardboard box will not achieve satisfaction at work. Some jobs just aren't going to be sexy. Some jobs are not going to keep people by their own nature. We need something more than the job. 
And working with CEOs to find an organizational purpose is precious work. It's precious work. I'm so blessed to get to do this. Employees will immediately detect the fraud if you attempt to veneer a higher purpose. What does that mean, John, veneer? Well, if you try to put a fraudulent or fake purpose on top of an organization, the veneer of purpose, well, employees will detect it early. A higher purpose must represent the passion of the organization's leaders to attract people looking for higher meaning. Here's an example. I recently served a Dallas-based company that manufactures electronic equipment. Their goal, listen to their goal. You can call it their purpose. Their goal is to provide clean drinking water for every human in a poor African country by 2025. And while I'm sure there are some tedious jobs in their factories, employees get an opportunity to go and live this purpose. They send people to Africa to work on this purpose. And when you go into their lobby, it is covered with their employees' pictures, with the water wells and the water equipment that they are installing. They live their purpose. It's not just a veneer. And here's my question for you. Do you believe this type of purpose is just too lofty and beyond your means as an organization? Well, guess what? My experience finds that the scope of a particular purpose is far less important than the passion for purpose. What that, what that means is dedication to a small purpose is more effective than a tepid connection to a larger purpose. Meaning that you can do something small with a passion. Maybe, maybe you make a purpose that there will no longer be any homeless veterans in your community. Or maybe you attach yourself to a, a nonprofit that has a bigger purpose and you allow your employees to cross pollinate with that nonprofit. It doesn't have to be big. You just have to have a big passion for it. And I'm fortunate. I'm so blessed to work with several exceptional nonprofit CEOs. And nonprofits, by their very nature, have a purpose as the heart of the organization. And this sector is a beautiful example of a purpose driven business. Yes, they're a business, they have to have revenue and control costs. However, they do not achieve this at the expense of the purpose for which they exist. Let me say that again. Yes, they have to be operated like a business, but they don't sacrifice their purpose in order to be a successful business. These CEOs understand the robust coexistence of a higher purpose and financial responsibility. So let's summarize. I promised you two. Two keys to winning the war for talent are skilled supervisors and a purpose beyond the work. Millennials and the emerging Generation Z, also known as Zoomers, are a clear and present danger for some organizations while they are an amazing opportunity for others. And listen to this old saw, this old story. A little boy told the wise monk that the earth is so sharp and painful. 
It hurts my feet to walk on this earth. The monk asked the boy what he suggested to make walking on this earth more comfortable. And the boy thought about it for a minute. And he said, you know, if the planet became covered in leather, his feet would no longer hurt as he walked. So here's what the monk said in return. He said, since you cannot cover the earth in leather, why not protect your feet in leather? So here's my concluding thoughts about this episode. You can complain about today's workforce or you can choose to work on what you can control. You can't change the great resignation that's going on, the great reset, the, this, this changing of people when it comes to work. But what you can do is change your organization to be more attractive. You can train and hire amazing supervisors. You can have a purpose that is more than just the work that happens within your organization. You can do those two things. You just have to have the desire and the mental fortitude to stick with this until you find success. You can do this. So this podcast is for people crazy enough to win. If you want to interact with me, if you want to suggest a topic for a podcast, if you want to ask more questions or learn more about this topic, you can interact with me at www.johngrubbs.com. That's www.johngrubbs.com. You know, there's plenty of free information there for you. I actually will give you a free book if you go to my website. It's my gift to you. You have just given me the most precious gift one human can give another, and that is your time. And in exchange for your gift, I will return uh, with a gift of my own for you. You can have a copy of one of my books. It sells for $20 on Amazon. You get it for free just by visiting my website. There are tons of articles, links to videos to my YouTube channel. There is a lot of information if this if this podcast resonated with you today, you know, I want you to know that, you know, I'm so humbled and I'm so honored. This podcast is listened to around the world. People on every continent are getting uh, value from this. And I appreciate you so much. Uh, I'm blown away by the, by the reception this podcast is getting. Share this with others. Share this link with others. You can share this link with everyone within your circle, and we can make a difference in the workplace today. Share this with your boss. Share this with your boss's boss, because this podcast is for people who are crazy. Crazy people get things done. Crazy people are anti-fragile. They go against the grain. They take risks. They make the magic happen in this world. This podcast is for people crazy enough to win. Until next time.